Good morning, Eastern Washington. And thank you again for this opportunity to speak to you today. The Tuesday Morning Patriots Show, hosted by yours truly, Clint Didier. Well, I'd like to start off today by giving a tribute to one of my former coaches at CBC. He had a uh, celebration of life at CBC, Coach John Howard. Coach John Howard was instrumental in my development as a football player, as were so many others. But Coach Howard wasn't big in statute, but man, this man was a fighter, a competitor, and a truly great American. In fact, I said he epitomized the term, it isn't the size of the dog in the fight, it's the size of the fight in the dog. And his family and this tribute was a wonderful day, Sunday. We had it at CBC. Thank you, John Howard, for everything you did for me. Can we move on here? Just talk to Matt Shea. Well, they're done in Olympia, folks. They certainly are done in Olympia. Matt feels beat, battered, bruised. He's tired. 11.8 cent gas increase went through. That takes your gas taxes federally and state up to 67 cents a gallon. So I ask you, who is the biggest profiter in carbon? In the carbon going into the air, they claim to be global warming. Fossil fuels. Who's profiting the most from this? Government. And yet I have yet to see, as I have yet to see in any field burning, any filters, any means to clean the air. Ladies and gentlemen, all they do is keep suppressing our ability to live free in this great country, America. Do you have any thoughts, sir, Bill? It's uh, always distressing when each time our state passes a gas tax, because we need the roads, and yes, we do need the road work, but they pass a gas tax and say, and this is it. We, we, it's all taken care of. What was it? Five years ago, we passed uh, a huge gas tax increase to fund some very needed road projects, and here we are again. And don't forget. The other one I don't think has even expired. I don't think we've spent no. all the money yet. And don't forget, you know, gambling was illegal yep. until government got involved in it. And now we have all this gambling going on, and that was supposed to be aiding to the budget. Well, ladies and gentlemen, according to what Matt Shea told me, the budget has increased in spending by 12%. 12%. Now, abortion in the state of Washington is down 16.7%, yet Planned Parenthood was funded 100%. And you stay-at-home moms who have a business on the Internet, like Mary Kay or any other type of business like that, get ready, you're going to get taxed. They called it the circle-through tax. That means any business you do on the Internet, you're going to get taxed on, on a website. So they are in our pocketbooks, they're here to stay, and they're going to dominate until we are no longer able to, to profit and stay alive. We are in a mess. And remember I told you last week, the whole show last week was just getting yourself ready. Remember I told you the three things, get right with God, get right spiritually. Get yourself ready. Because it's going to be a hard road for America to get out of this mess. And then I said, get your, get right with yourself. And then I said, get in shape. And don't go out there and 
go overboard right off the bat. Start slow. Go for a half-mile walk or maybe a couple hundred yards. And do that every other day until you get up to maybe a mile. And then start training in some weights. Don't try and do it all overnight. Start slow and stay, stay true to it. Stay dedicated. And the last thing I said was get your home ready. Well, the COS, the Committees of Safety that I've spoke about many a times, is having another expo Saturday the 18th of July. Now, if you're paying attention to the programs we've been putting out there, you'll know that's three days after Jade Helm takes effect. Yes, July 15th through September 11th is Jade Helm 15, which is our military are going to be performing maneuvers on American soil. And, of course, Posse Comitatus comes into play, and, well, Obama threw that out the window last year, so now they can. Now our military can act like a police force in America. But getting back to the Committees of Safety, it's Saturday, the 18th of July. It's going to be held at, again, the Island View Worship Center, and that is Pastor Dan Keller is the pastor of that. Great man, part of the Black Robe Regiment. It's at 1520 Fowler, Richland. If you haven't started preparing your home, you ought to go to this, uh, ladies and gentlemen. This is an excellent opportunity to learn so much in so little time. It starts at 945 till 3 o'clock on Saturday afternoon. It's free. There is no charge. If you're so inclined to donate, they welcome it because it does cost money to turn on the lights and to hold this event there. From 10 to 12, they're going to have a session on solar power, how to set up a solar power in your home, the wonder oven, spiritual preparedness, hand on ham radio operations, and then how to prep your home, plus a few others. From 1 to 3, some of the key items are beekeeping, the unknown, self-defense, intro into ham radio, and thrive food prep. Now, you're, you're going to say, well, geez, it's summer. I'd rather be down in the river. I'd rather be skiing or swimming or maybe, maybe I just want to sit in front of the TV and watch Dancing with the Stars or something else. Ladies and gentlemen, it's that inevitable happens don't get caught not being prepared this is a free opportunity to go learn so much in so little time take notes go home and start getting ready because honestly with this with this world and and what's transpiring in this world with this Iran deal with TPPA with everything that's transpiring you can't tell me you're not, you're not feeling a little uneasy about the future and about what could be the future of this country, especially with Jade Helm three days old as of July 18th. Uh, who knows? I would, we're an open carry state. I'd strongly suggest you maybe start carrying your firearm with you. Who knows what's going to transpire? Bill? It's, yeah, there are too many unknowns. And, and being prepared, it's the old boy scout motto, uh, has, it, it's just as valued now as it is, or it was when it was created by the scouts. It's two simple words that cover so much territory. It, it doesn't hurt to be prepared. 
if something doesn't happen, you're still prepared. Yeah. If something does happen, then you are prepared. And remember, it's not always man-made. It could be natural. Yes. We never know what's in store. Uh, there's, there's, <laughs> there's a thing out on the Internet right now that... Uh, Hey, it got my nerves up a little bit. It's about this mile-and-a-half asteroid that's been reported that's on a course to impact of the, the, the Earth. And remember, they say, the scientists say, that's what took out the dinosaurs. So one that big would create uh, havoc worldwide. If it hit the ocean, they say it would be a tsunami that, we, that would be incredibly big. If it hit land, there would be a dust cloud that would cover the sun up for years and then we wouldn't have any crops to grow and honestly I'm hearing reports on our crops that a lot of the drylanders up north aren't even going to pull their combines into the field because that heat that we've had there's no crop there they're not even going to waste their time so we don't know what's in store and you don't know what could transpire get a food storage put together ladies and gentlemen I mean uh, we're throwing warning after warning out there and there's lots of other warnings being thrown out there by a lot of good people. Ron Paul, about the collapse of our dollar. Yes. So many things could happen. We don't know. But here's your opportunity. Go to the COS meeting. And again, that's at 1520 Fowler on Saturday the 18th. It's free. And they have a lot of good stuff there they're going to cover. So, please, please, take the time. Especially if you have kids and grandkids. Well, let's move on here. Let's talk about a little bit of things that happened in the United States since last week. And one thing that really saddens me is this Katie Steinle that got killed in San Francisco by a seven-time felon, five-time deported illegal. Who had a handgun. Who had a handgun in a sanctuary city. And ladies and gentlemen, I know he's brash, I know he's arrogant, boastful, but Donald Trump hit it on the nail head. Our country's unsafe because of open borders. And now we got cities such as Seattle and Spokane's trying to become one of them that are sanctuary cities. And I gotta tell you, this is not America that I know. The number one responsibility of the federal government is to protect the citizens of the United States of America. And they're failing miserably. And we had a Republican leadership that voted for this immigration plan of Obama's. Now, your, your congressman, Dan Newhouse, is going to claim he voted against it. But remind him he voted for the leadership of the House that voted. They all voted for it. We have to close these borders and get our borders secure. And here's where I differ from Donald Trump. A fence is not going to do it. They've already found massive tunnels underneath the fences that they have down there and the border. What's going to take place here to, to secure our borders? Since Posse Comitatus is no longer in existence, put our military down there. Instead of having them go through the United States performing maneuvers, let's put, put them on the border performing maneuvers to keep the illegals and the drug traffic from coming into the United States of America. And who's going to tunnel underneath when they think a tank's going to be traveling over top of them? 
or heavy apparatus that the military have. Who would be foolish enough to try and dig underneath that? So there's the answer. Use our military on the borders. Stop the flow of the illegals and then deal with those who are in the country illegally. But the first step is, is stop the flow. Yes, and remember, and I reported on this in the Senate campaign, 28% of the prison population in the United States of America is illegals. We're paying for their housing, for their luxury of a weight room, of television. These, these, these prisons aren't the prison of old days, ladies and gentlemen. These are, these are like a resort. And they're living high on the hog on our tax dollars. When they should be being punished for whatever infractions that they have. That's the whole idea of a prison, is to punish. Instead of to reform or coddle or yes. give them privilege. Honestly, I think any illegals that are in our prison system, we, and this is one of the things I said on the campaign trail, we ought to set up and... and uh, have a uh, uh, prison system outside the United States that we would ship them to and let them serve their time there, like Cuba. Let Cuba house these prisoners that are not of our of our uh, country. And that brings me right into the next thing I would like to talk about, and that is farm lobbyists fight to end cu Cuban embargo. You see, there's a big push right now with these ties with Cuba to open up trade relations with them again. And it says that the farming community is all behind this, and i got to disagree. And thank God there's somebody else that does, too. Janelle Hendren of the National Affairs Coordinator for the Florida, Florida Farm Bureau Federation said normalized trade would meet imports as well as exports. Well, duh. Farming in Cuba is highly subsidized, creating potentially unfair trade, she said. We would be at a huge competitive disadvantage. I agree. And let's not forget what Al Gore told that young man at the FFA National Convention. This happened a long time ago but it is fresh in my mind. He asked that young man at the Farm Bureau, uh, for, uh, the, the, Fed, the uh, National uh, FFA Convention, what is your ambition in life? And the young man said to be an American farmer. Al Gore looked him straight in the eye and said, well, you better look for a new line of work because we're going to be importing all the food for America in the future. And honestly, ladies and gentlemen, we're seeing it. We're seeing it because of this, or seeing it because your representative Dan Newhouse in the House and the Senate, they just voted to end the country of origin labeling on all meats. That would be beef, pork, and poultry. So I ask you, how are they keeping the American citizens safe when you're going to be bringing meat in from foreign countries where you have no idea what has been fed? what has been applied, growth hormones. A lot of these foreign countries where mad cow was created was byproducts from the, from the kill plants where they dry it down and they feed it back to the animals because it's high in protein, faster weight gain. 
but it created the mad cow which killed people because of this disease that was created? How safe are they keeping the American people when they're allowing food products to come in from four nations when there's no regard to safety in the production? That's the big problem with imported food of any kind is we don't know how it was produced or what was used for or fertilizer. what was used for food or medication if any to get it there and we also don't know how it was handled before it landed in this country and was handled under uh, federal rules and they say up that eastern seaboard a lot of that food that has the E. coli comes straight out of Mexico and Mexico is uh, known to use human feces to fertilize their plants and therefore it has the contamination on the outside of the cantaloupe or the watermelon and when you put the knife to it to cut through it you contaminate the, you contaminate inside. the inside. If you yeah. don't wash the outside, if you don't clean it then you will have, have the opportunity to contaminate and poison your children and this has been well known for years as this, and, and then the other thing is, is they let the, the Mexican trucks travel our roads and they're not underneath DOT inspection. And they only inspect, when I sat on the FSA state committee, they only inspect one out of ten trucks. So when those trucks are coming to the border, only one in ten is stopped to inspect what's inside of it. You tell me where the drug traffic is happening. This is ridiculous. We have, we have an administration and a Congress that is purposefully destroying America right before our eyes. That's why I'm, I'm harping about getting prepared. We don't know what's in store for America. And with that, I would like to give a big shout-out to our sponsors of the program, Tri-Cities Battery. When you go to the COS meeting and you learn how to set up your solar panel system, go to Tri-City Battery, ask for Kevin Goodsell, and start buying the apparatus you need to set it up. Tire Factory. They have the tires that you need to put on your vehicles. They, they can do your brakes. They do uh, oil changes. They'll do whatever it takes. And then, of course, for your emergency food preparation, Griggs has an excellent uh, dried food that they, they sell, these, these containers that are either a one-day, three-day, or a week. And they're dried food that will last for 25 years. Ranch and home has the same thing. Stop into your ranch and home in Kennewick or Pasco. And then, of course, your self-defense. When you go to the COS and you learn about self-defense, visit Griggs and Ranch and Home. They have a great assortment of long rifles, pistols, either revolvers, or pistols that take magazines. So please, go to COS, learn, and then go to a gun safety course and uh, learn how to use them, learn how to be safe, and then get out and use them. Practice, because it won't do you any good to own them if you don't know how to, know how to use them. So that's sort of my bit there on Cuba. I'm terribly worried that we are going to be giving away our farming industry to foreign countries, and it looks to me like that's what they're trying to do here, especially with what Al Gore had said. So... With that, uh, I would like to conclude here on uh, an article out of the Washington Farm Bureau Neighbors, Road to Recovery. Uh, not everybody gets this. I am a Farm Bureau member, 
And uh, I was once proud to be a Farm Bureau member, and I hope to be a proud Farm Bureau member soon again. But we need new leadership in Farm Bureau. Because the word compromise is a word that they are too familiar with, and they love to use. And Bill, we were talking about this in the pre-show. What is what is gone awry here is that we have a leftist regime that doesn't compromise, and we are the ones that always talk about compromising, and therefore we are the ones that always give ground until. Sooner or later, you're not going to have any more ground to give because they're going to own and completely run your life. It'll all be gone. It'll be given to the other side because we give instead of standing on our principles. That's right. And then uh, on my phone today, there was a uh, thing about death panels. And Sarah Palin talked about these in the 2008 campaign for presidency. And here we are. They're talking about death panels for the elderly and the sick, the, the people with uh, pretty pretty terrible diseases, they're talking about death panels to tell them just to get your stuff in order because we're not going to try and save your life. Even though you could afford it, we're going to take possession of your goods. And that's another thing they're warning us about, is that we're going to turn into a cypress. Once our, our money collapses, all your financials in the bank... They're going to take possession of, like they have in Greece. Greeks has been doing this, where they withdraw money from your bank account and put an IOU in there, and they hopefully use the money to uh, stave off the creditors that the nation has that's yep. in the hundreds of billions of, of dollars or euros, as the case may be. I even, I even heard, uh, Bill, that they're going into the safety deposit boxes, yeah. and if there's cash in there, they're taking that out. Leaving an IOU. And leaving an IOU so they can give out the 60 euros to the, everybody that's trying to get their money out. Yeah. And they're about out of money. So, ladies and gentlemen, all it is is a tumbling block once it starts going... Uh, we're right behind it. The whole world is in a mess. The whole world's upside down. China's stock market is falling like a rock. Uh, who knows? But again, COS, Committees of Safety, Saturday the 18th, Island View Worship Center, 1520 Fowler, Richland. Please go. Please go and get yourself ready. But getting back to the this uh, Road to Recovery in the Farm Bureau magazine, it's a very good article. It talks about uh, the goodness of American people, that uh, as soon as we let folks know of our need for generators, they started coming, and that shows you the mentality of the farmer. Many of them were right in the middle of their busy times, but they instinctively wanted to help, and they stopped what they were doing, loaded up their generators, and drove them up there to help us. That was from John Weiss, a, a quote from him. But again, let's talk about this Carlton fire. What what caused this? A lightning strike on DNR, DNR property. And uh, who is the head of DNR? Well, that would be Peter Goldmark, the Lands Commissioner. Well, I ran for that position in 2012 because I seen the need for better management of our forests. When we allow the pine beetle and the spruce budworm to devastate the forest and to create the fuel load as they are creating it with driving the cattle and the sheep out of the hills. 
They're taking them off the DNR property. They're, they've re-implemented uh, the wolf. Now they say there's 16 wolf packs in the state of Washington. 16! Again, how much is enough? And Dave DeShields, my neighbor, my friend, comes down and grazes my property in the winter. He lost 300 head of sheep last year to this pack of wolves. And he's going to get compensated for roughly 30 to 50 of them. And that compensation is coming out of your pocket in the form of taxation because they're creating this this predator that, that's going to eventually drive these these ranchers and these sheep herders out of the hills because they don't want to lose their product. That's going to let the grasses grow up to a, a, a level that they fall over and they create a fuel load with the dead uh, pine and spruce that the, the bugs have killed. And then you've got a fuel load you can't combat. And why? Why did Peter Goldmark call, tell the uh, Geber family to stand down with their dozers on that initial strike. They had dozers and they called for permission to put a fire line around that. And he says, no, stand down. Because when a fire gets big enough, it becomes catastrophic. And when it becomes catastrophic, federal dollars flow into the state. Is that what this is all about? Is about money coming into the state of Washington? When people lost their lives, their homes, all their worldly possessions because we had a man that wanted to get catastrophic for federal dollars to come in? Well, he's facing lawsuits, ladies and gentlemen, and rightly so. He needs to be removed from office. He is in incapable of managing these lands of Washington State. And the U.S. Forest Service is in the same boat because they are not managing their lands right. You see, man was put on earth to be the steward of the land, the good steward. Man can renew these forests. Man can thin them. Man can keep them new for the, for the endangered species so they have habitat to live in. Because once they burn, it's charcoal for seven years. And nothing can survive. And nothing can outrun these fires when that wind, these winds that we have, happen because it is a roaring fire that kills everything in its path. And when it really starts to roar, the fire generates its own wind. The hotter it gets, the more winds it creates, which creates more fire, and it becomes a runaway completely that's very difficult uh, to fight. The Carlton fire was a very big example of that. It took them weeks to put that thing completely down. And ambers go for miles and miles and create more fires, and it's just a mess. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that just about concludes. I've ran it enough for here in a half hour. I, I thank you for this opportunity. And uh, when you get done getting prepared, get on your knees. We've got to start asking the Lord for help. That's the best preparation of all. Yes, it is. And thank you for this opportunity. And remember to keep your powder dry. And God will bless America when Americans bless God.